welcome to Her Natural Potential Podcast. This is the place where we help driven women get healthier, wealthier, and stronger. I'm your host, Nikki Cork, a registered holistic nutritionist and transformation coach, and I'm going to show you how to level up your nutrition, health, and mindset so you can start living life at your full potential. Today, I wanted to just share like some really super simple things that you can do to better support your gut because I know sometimes it can feel like super overwhelming and you feel like you have to do it like these crazy protocols or buy all these supplements and all of these things. But like there's a lot that we can do right away that you can literally do today to better support your digestion and your gut health. And so if you're struggling with bloating, if you feel like your gut is off, right, make sure you're at least, at least doing these kind of seven simple little tips and stuff too. So number one, right, is like when we think of digestion, we really have to remember too, like digestion starts with chewing our food. And it's crazy because a lot of people, right? A lot of people are eating their meals quickly. They're really in a rush day to day, going around different errands. Maybe you're at work, maybe you're stressed out. Um, maybe you have a really short like lunch break or like coffee break, right? And it's like, you're not even chewing your food because you're eating so quickly. And so again, a really simple thing that you can do today is simply chew your food, right? It could be as easy as that. And you'd be amazed how many people notice better digestion. With chewing your food, not only are you breaking things down a lot more for the rest of your digestive system, right? But you're also really kind of like your saliva is really full of different enzymes and stuff too. So that way too, it's really kind of just optimizing overall digestion. And again, something super, super simple that unfortunately a lot of people aren't doing on a regular basis. So again, chew your food, make sure you are kind of relax, you're calm, you're eating your meals slowly because this is going to really, really help with your digestion and of course with your gut health too. Now, another super simple thing that you can do when it comes specifically to your nutrition and making certain selections when it comes to your food choices is start reading ingredient labels, right? A lot of times we're so focused on like the front of the package if we're eating any kind of processed pre-made foods or, right, we're looking at the calories or the macros. But it's really important to pay attention to the ingredients if you are having anything kind of processed, right? Ultimately, we want to be eating whole foods in as natural of a state as possible. But If you are eating anything that is going to be processed, that has a label, really make sure that you are reading the ingredients because this is where, right, even if something doesn't necessarily contribute a caloric value or even any like proteins, fats, or carbs, right, our body and our gut still needs to process it. And you'd be surprised how many times like people are having a lot of foods that they're looking at and they're like, oh, it's like it's this item or it's um, like locale or it's fat free or it's gluten free. And they think that it's healthy, but then you actually look at the ingredients and it's going to be full of different preservatives. It could be full of different artificial flavors or or different artificial sweeteners, um, different binders, fillers, that kind of stuff. So even if something isn't providing a caloric value or any macronutrients, 
right? Our body still needs to process it. And that's oftentimes the different fillers and the preservatives and the artificial like additives and everything that are going to also contribute to bloating or our body's going to have kind of be your or gut can be irritated by it, right? So I often see this with people who are dieting, right? They're making these great lifestyle changes with their their for their fitness and their health and they're wanting to um, eat better right? They're wanting to eat better. And so they go and they buy a lot of these different like high protein foods, different like protein bars or different protein powders, right? Different, like all these like high protein snacks, the protein cookies, I'm sure we've all seen them. Or even if they are focusing on like lower calories, right? They want to lose weight. They want to eat healthy. Now they're focusing on their nutrition. And so then they start really leaning onto the low calorie or the sugar-free kind of snacks and different products and stuff. And then they're still bloated. They're still having issues. They don't feel good. Now they're inflamed, right? They're holding on to water and they're still struggling to lose weight because it's like, we have to remember too, when it comes to our nutrition, it's not just calories, right? Our body still needs to process it. And so yes, when it comes to calories and macros, this can influence like our weight loss or fat loss or body composition. However, right? If we are not paying attention to the actual ingredients, like the ingredients and the foods that we have and the nutrients that we provide our body, that's what can really influence how we actually feel throughout, right? So sure, you may kind of technically be decreasing body fat, but right? You're also bloated, inflamed. You don't feel good. Your energy's off and you're really kind of like hungry or having cravings, right? So again, like we got to look at the ingredient labels because that's really going to just optimize our journey and our progress. And that being said too, right? If we're not really paying attention to the ingredients and we do have certain sensitivities or we are really kind of adding a lot of irritation and inflammation to our body, then this is again where it can make the road, the rate of progress a lot slower as well. And of course, not as enjoyable. So really reading your ingredient labels can really help with you just getting super clear on which choices can potentially be contributing to your gut not functioning optimally, right? Or can be more difficult to digest. Now, another easy thing that you can do is increase your fiber, right? This is a really great way to support your digestion, uh, your elimination, and also your gut microbiome too, because our bacteria, right, our probiotics, they feed off of fiber. So if we're having a pretty low fiber diet, um, then this can really impact things. And so really making sure that you are having enough fiber in your day. And it can be super, super simple as like adding some chia seeds or some ground flax seeds into your smoothies or your oats. Um, you can even add like rice bran or psyllium husks, right? Super easy that you can just put into a smoothie or into your oatmeal or even make a chia pudding as a snack too. So super, super simple to incorporate that into your day-to-day and it's really going to support your gut health that way. The other thing too is vegetables. So I see this time and time again where people be like, awesome, I'm eating healthy. I'm going to focus on whole foods, which is amazing. Don't get me wrong. However, they really heavily lean on a lot of raw vegetables, specifically broccoli, specifically cauliflower, right? People know that they're healthy. However, right, if we are having a lot of raw veggies um, and our gut isn't thriving and we are having difficulty with breaking down certain foods or we have imbalances with our gut microbiome, this is where you may notice that you get super, super bloated 
right? Let me know when you've had that, where you had a bunch of veggies and you're like, oh, I'm eating healthy. And then you're like, you feel like crap because it's like, you're so bloated, you're so uncomfortable. And it's like, you're like, I don't know what I did. And we have to remember that like, when it comes to veggies and different vegetables and stuff, like they have that cell wall, which is really difficult to digest. That's why they're kind of like hard and crunchy, right? And so they can be a little bit more difficult for your digestion to kind of start breaking down. So something super simple is steaming your veggies or cooking your veggies. I mean, it just helps soften that that cell wall and makes it a little bit easier to digest. So again, super easy way to just kind of help you feel a lot more comfortable, reduce bloating. And also, again, just really kind of support your gut health because it's like, we still want to eat vegetables, right? We say their vegetables are going to be great. There's so many nutrients in them, but a little simple thing, like how you're, how you actually prepare them can make a huge difference with bloating and comfortability. Another thing too, that is kind of surprises a lot of people that you may not think about is water right? A lot of us will sit down and we'll eat a meal and then we'll have a big glass of water and we'll, 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 we'll be like, man, I didn't drink all day. So then you chug a bunch of water. And then what you're actually doing, especially like it doesn't necessarily pertain to all people, but if you have an impaired digestive system, right? Or if you have an underactive stomach, right? Or if you struggle with your digestion, then this is where having a bunch of water at the exact same time as your meals can actually affect how you, well, you digest that meal because what you're doing, right? Like your, your stomach has a bunch of different like enzymes. It has that stomach acid, right? And that's what breaks things down into those smaller, smaller kind of like absorbable kind of nutrients and stuff for your body. Right. So if you're having, right, like you have your stomach is like a container. And if you end up drinking a ton of water, what you're actually doing is really diluting those stomach juices. And so again, this can kind of impact how well your body is going to, your stomach is going to be digesting those foods. And so really paying attention to when you have your water, right? Because we still want to have water, but ideally kind of pair it away or have it away from your meals, right? Not at the exact same time, specifically if you do find that you do struggle with your digestion at that time. You can still have water, right? Have some sips and stuff. But like I see people have like glasses <laughs> during their meals um, and then they wonder why they're bloated. And it's like, you just got to pair it, put it at a different time like uh, throughout your day. And it can often really help. Another thing too is eating smaller meals. So there, when it comes to nutrient timing and meal timing, right, it's going to really depend person to person. Like there's a variety of factors, but more often than not, most people do feel a lot better having kind of smaller, more frequent meals versus having these massive high volume meals only a few times a day. Because especially if you struggle with bloating, right? Because think about it, you're just putting a lot of volume onto your gut, into onto your digestion. And so it can be a little bit more difficult to digest. Now, it can kind of work both ways. So again, depending on the person, I want to kind of highlight both sides. Because if you find that you do have a big meal, and you feel okay, right? You're not super bloated, super uncomfortable, and you struggle with your gut health still um, when it comes more so about just like kind of later on, right? Where it's like you're either struggling with like IBS or you're struggling with constipation or you just like you feel like you're, something's wrong with your gut, then actually having a bigger meal and then having more time in between can sometimes 
give like also kind of help support your gut. Um, so that's another thing positive, right? So again, really paying attention to how you feel. So if you have a big meal and you're like, man, I'm so uncomfortable, I'm so bloated. I do not feel good, right? Have smaller meals simple solution. Have smaller, more frequent meals. If you're somebody who feels good with a bigger meal and you don't get too low blood sugar um, and you have good energy and you don't struggle with cravings, but you do feel like something is kind of off with your gut, then that's where um, you can take a bit of a longer break. And like, for example, not necessarily doing like any crazy fast. Um, You don't necessarily have to do that, but fasting or intermittent fasting can be helpful with that as well. Just to give your digestion a break if you are finding that that's kind of works better for you. So kind of two sides of it, but pay attention to your meal timing and your nutrient timing, because again, it can be a tool. It can be a tool for supporting your digestion and supporting your gut health. Now, last but not least, right? So this is kind of a very simple thing that you can do to support your gut microbiome, to support your gut health, and to kind of provide your body with probiotics is adding more fermented foods, right? A lot of times we will lean on kind of probiotics or a different supplement. And it's like, you can easily add some more fermented foods in your day to day. So sauerkraut's one of my favorites. Some people really like using kimchi, even when it comes to like a lot of people like having kombucha, um, but pay attention to the sugar content because there are some that are pretty much just like tea, juice, and sugary teas. So really, again, pay attention to that. Even when it comes to fermented foods, you can easily make them at home too. And they're pretty, pretty, like they're super simple to make. Um, Kombucha, we used to make them it all the time. You can make different yogurts, coconut yogurt, super simple to make, cashew, cream cheese I've made before too. Super simple to make. And then of course, sauerkraut, right? Sauerkraut is super simple to make. (laughs) And it's something that you can literally add just like a tablespoon or two throughout your day to a meal. um, And it can just kind of support your gut that way. That being said, right? Little disclaimer, because again, everybody's different. Everybody's journey is different and just some things to kind of be aware of. Certain, if you are dealing with potentially, like depending on where you are in your journey, the severity, and if you are doing any type of protocol and stuff, adding fermented foods, if you're kind of struggling with candida or SIBO and stuff might not necessarily be the best at that moment in your journey. So again, just kind of be aware of that. But for the most part, majority of people actually kind of need more probiotics um, because they're kind of dealing with imbalances that way. So yeah, adding fermented foods can be super helpful. And again, a super simple thing that you can do, right? You can just have all your regular meals that you usually have and just add a tablespoon or two throughout the day. Now, that being said, again, something to be aware of, side note, <laughs> because that's like, again, this is where I want you to have the full awareness. And so, because this is again, where I see some people that will go and they will, and again, this ties into the read your labels, right? I'll see some people and they're like, awesome. I need to add more fermented foods. I'm going to add sauerkraut. And then they get the stuff that is on the shelves that is packed with preservatives that has no probiotics, no cultural, like no bacterial cult- cultures. And then they incorporate that and then they're so bloated, they don't feel good and they're not actually supporting their gut. So you need to read the labels, um, make sure that it is something that is naturally fermented and also doesn't contain any sulfites or preservatives. And you're going to find those in the refrigerated section, not on the shelves in the grocery store. So again, 
seven super, super simple gut health hacks that you can incorporate today, this week, right? To kind of pay more attention to your digestion, how you're kind of supporting your gut and really simple things that you can do, right? So a little recap, make sure you're chewing your food, right? It is the first step to digestion. Make sure you're reading your labels, right? Just because something doesn't have a caloric contribution or add any macros, your gut still needs to process it. So read the labels, make sure that you are aware of any kind of artificial sweeteners, flavors, any preservatives, any fillers, binders, and that kind of stuff. Because again, that can sometimes contribute to issues with your gut. Also increase your fiber. Again, super simple thing that you can do is just adding some chia seeds or some ground flax seeds um, or some rice bran or some psyllium husks to your day-to-day. And again, just add a tablespoon or two in certain meals. um, And that can really kind of help support your gut. Another thing is to just cook your veggies, right? You're going to help break down the cell walls. You're going to make it easier to digest. So another thing too, that you can do to just help reduce bloating, support your digestion and really kind of obviously support your overall gut health that way. Another thing with water, Um, make sure you are drinking majority of your water away from meals, not with meals, because that can really dilute those stomach juices. And again, just kind of impair how well your body is able to kind of quickly and efficiently kind of break down and digest certain meals, eat smaller meals if you struggle with bloating. Um, but again, pay attention to what works for you. But in general, most people do feel a lot better having smaller, like more frequent meals because you're just not having as much volume at once. Um, and that sometimes can really contribute to uncomfortability and bloating and that kind of stuff. And then last but not least, adding fermented foods. So super simple thing that you can do with all your meals, um, with certain meals throughout the day is just incorporating some like sauerkraut or some kimchi or some kind of naturally fermented coconut yogurt, or even some like low sugar kombucha in your day to day is a really easy way to just kind of support your gut and add some probiotics. So if you have any further questions, if you're somebody who is struggling with your gut health and maybe you're doing all of these things already and you're feeling lost, right? Shoot me a message. I'm more than happy to help. Let me know if you do have any questions too, because I'm more than happy to kind of answer those. And hopefully we can get you feeling as best as possible because when we figure out our gut, when we nourish our body and we support our gut health, right? This is where we can really, really impact our entire quality of life. So beyond just weight loss, right? We need to pay attention to your nutrition because it's going to impact everything from your hunger to your mood, to how your body's functioning, to how well you're breaking down and digesting food. So a lot of times people will only think about um, their nutrition, what they're eating solely about like if they have like a weight loss goal, right? But there's so much more that we can do with our nutrition, optimizing it. And one of the biggest things that we can do with our nutrition is really support and optimize our gut health. So hopefully that was helpful. Hopefully that gives you some tips that you can kind of incorporate this today or this week and let me know how it goes. And I'll see you again next week. Bye guys. That's all we got for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. One thing that really helps this podcast and other women who have yet to join us is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Please share with anybody you think might enjoy it. And also make sure to connect with me on Instagram at Nikki Park. Until next time.